Welcome to the Ever Rally Podcast, the show where we talk about real issues, real challenges, and real solutions in faith, leadership, and business. What if I ask, how confident are you? I am sure I would get a different answer from each person because each person is unique. Now, we all desire to be courageous and operate with a high level of self-confidence. However, we sometimes, we just find ourselves, you know, in that space where low self-esteem, fear, insecurities, and negative self-talk lurks. This space, I have to tell you, it has just one intention, and that is to neutralize, destabilize, and prevent you from pursuing your dreams and your goals. But you can take your life and self-confidence to a whole new level. Are you ready to experience what it means to be courageous, secure, and confident in who you are? very special guest in the studio with me, none other than Prince Can. Prince, he's an entrepreneur, a business advisor, a business associate with the Brampton Entrepreneurial Center, and I have been so blessed to share the same stage with him, and I've heard him in action, and he was amazing, so you are in for a treat today. Now, when it comes to having low self-esteem, lacking confidence, having an introverted personality, Prince Can will tell you he is no stranger. However, Prince's story did not stop there. He emerged from this negative space to a powerful speaker, business advisor, and entrepreneur. You probably are wondering right at this moment, how did Prince Can get past these struggles to rise to the top? As usual, on the Avril Rally podcast, Grab your pen, grab your paper, your iPhone, your iPad, whatever you need to take notes, because today I am so excited to sit down and talk with Prince Can about practicing courage and strategies to boost your confidence and to hear his own stories. Prince, we are so delighted to have you here today. Welcome to the Avril Riley podcast. I'm glad of here. Thank oh, you so much. <laughs> that's so awesome. I tell you, Prince, social media, it was a buzz when I shared about this episode with people. So I am sure the listeners are just dying to hear your story because low self-confidence, low self-esteem and anxiety, it's a challenge that many people are facing. So welcome to the show. Let's take it away. Thank you, Avril. Um, so my name is Prince. Um, as, she, as you mentioned, I'm an entrepreneur, uh, business advisor, etc. Um, my life was not always, you know, about doing presentations and being a good presenter and, you know, having confidence in myself. So um, it really started when I was a young kid um, and I was always told by my parents to let my brother or sister handle the situation. Uh, because I'm 10 years younger than them, 11 years younger than them, um, the whole life, um, I guess, the gap between us, it just um, amplified and Basically, I never really was confident in school. Um, I would never raise my hand. I would always get red in doing any sort of presentation or even you know raising my hand. Um, but I went from that to now being a keynote speaker at certain places, doing presentations on a regular basis, and just being more confident in myself and just showing that. Wow, that is so amazing, Prince. 
So, you know, most children, they go through that, right? When you're the sibling, you have the sibling rivalry, yeah. but you overcome that. So, so tell us more. We, we just want to hear more. Tell us more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've always seen my brother and sister succeed, succeed in life and um, they've always had this personality where they were go-getters, you know, they would always be, you know, top of their class while I was more of an average student. But when I looked up to my brother and saw the things he was doing and um, just kind of shadowed him and modeled what he was able to do and the things he was able to do, I was able to take, it, take that and pretty much amplify it and turn it into something that's more of a brand of my own personal self now. Wow, you see, role models, right? Absolutely. Uh, amazing. We all need role models. So how did that work for you? Like, like, tell us more. How did that work for you? Well, my brother was always my role model uh, ever since I grew up. Um, you know, he's always the one that's taken care of me and kind of mentored me throughout my life, uh, told me about things that were good, things that were bad, and I'd always listen to him. So based on his advice and his teachings, I was able to then, you know, when I go to school, you know, I tried to get more involved. Unfortunately, initially it wasn't that easy. And I'm sure for a lot of students and kids, you know, when you're younger, it's a lot harder to make friends and just go out there. For me, it was more difficult because I just want to talk to people. As soon as I got into college, um, you know, actually this, before in college, uh, as soon as I got into grade 10, I took a class for drama. That changed my entire life. Um, I remember the first day I was sitting there and I was just, you know, we did a round circle introducing ourselves and just doing a short little script. And uh, when my turn came, I just started talking, but I could tell I was turning extremely red. I started profusely sweating. It was just wow. horrible. <laughs> um, and I'm, at the end of the class, I was like, you know what? Why am I even here? Why am I even like bothering with this class? So you began doubting yourself. Yeah. That's what low self-confidence and low self-esteem does. It causes us to create these negative things in our head and, and doubt ourselves. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, from... You know, taking that class, what I learned at the end of it was that uh, people don't really care about, you know, what's being presented, but they care about the person that's actually presenting. And the more confident you look, the more people will believe you. The content doesn't have to be perfect. You know, if the content had to be perfect, everyone would in the world would be messing up. As long as you're able to portray the message properly, things would go well. So uh, once grade 10 finished, I started doing more presentations in class and I was shocked by the response I got from my teachers and they were like, wow, you're such a good presenter. And that just led me to another whole new level. So when I got into college and university, I started doing more presentations. So there was this one international competition that I really wanted to get into. And at the time I was pretty well versed in presentations. I didn't think I was the best, but I was pretty good. And um, I remember my wife, uh, she knew all about it because the first time I applied for it, um, Basically, there was a preliminary round where they put you together with a bunch of students and they were just randomly selected and basically four of the best students, not the teams, students that presented would go on to the next round. So I was basically the leader of this one team and I had two other guys with me. And when we did the presentation, I totally bombed the Q&A. Mm. And my teammates, both of them, got on the team. And wow. I was basically rejected. Wow. Just because of that reason. So I felt really, you know, I felt depressed for an entire year. My wife knows exactly what I was going through. Uh, stress, anxiety, just not thinking that I was good enough 
or something like that. And, and you know what, Prince? I find that a lot of people struggle with just what you said just now. Because they look at others, they look at their friends, and they're thinking, why is my friend getting ahead? Why is it that my friend can do this and I can't? And then they, be they begin that self-comparison and comparing themselves with others when really they shouldn't. Because that's one way to destroy your self-esteem and one way to kill your self-confidence. You know what, what I tell people? You know, never compare yourself to someone else because at the end of the day, they may be good at certain things that you are probably not as great at. So true. Right? So in school, in university, I used to remember I competed with my friend in all the classes. He would barely study, but he'd do really well. Mm. So... And know, that just irritated you, right? Oh, man. <laughs> it was the worst feeling ever. But at the end of the day, you know what? Looking back at this like three years late, uh, later, I realized that was it really worth it for me to stress over that? Right. You know, I should have been more confident in my own skills and knowing where I'm comparable and what Absolutely. I can do. Absolutely. Right? And use that to my ability and try to push myself even further on that respect versus just trying to figure out, hey, I need to beat this person. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so tell me, Prince, so you, you're now an international speaker. So tell me, what, what did you do? Did you take some special courses? What are some of the strategies that you use for yourself to boost your self-confidence? Because you've had a story where, you know, you've recognized that there was a gap from your small. But now look at you, look at what you've accomplished. You have your own business. You know, you speak, you mentor others. How did you get there? Honestly, Avril, it's all about taking opportunities and utilizing them to the best of your ability. Taking that leap of faith, because remember, life is short, and that's what I look at every day. Life is short, you don't have that many days on this planet. If you're not going to take that opportunity now, when are you going to take it? I mean, you can wait till you're 60 years old, but by that time, it may be too late. So for me, it was all about, you know, not letting chances, you know, in my life slip away, and just utilizing everything I can to get there. So even when I go to work, when I, you know, do presentations and I speak, I always try to get involved and try to always put in my best effort because if I don't put in my best effort, who knows, 10, 20 years down the, down the line, you know what, I may not get further in my career than my arm, where I already am. So for me, I always bring good, en good energy wherever I go. Um, so, you know, whenever I host events or I'm doing presentations and speaking, I try to engage the crowd. I don't try to bore them, right? Because it's one thing to be very systematic when you're presenting, but there's another way where you actually get more involved and ask people questions, use humor, and really try to engage with your audience and make sure that they're enjoying themselves. And that was the main thing about myself that I learned throughout this whole process, that you can be one person one day, but as you practice and you know keep presenting and keep trying, you can convert that energy into something even more positive and even more better for yourself in your career. And I think you said the key word, Prince, keep practicing, keep trying, because we don't become success overnight. Absolutely. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of practice. And the key is believing in yourself, believing that you can do it, believing that you have the abilities and the capabilities to step out and to do it. And I noticed that you did not allow your the fact that you know you had a low self-esteem or you were you you were anxious. You didn't allow that to hold you back. Well, there's only one person I can thank for that. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go, folks. Here we go. Let's hear who. So, it was my wife. Ah, uh, so sweet. You have to understand that when you're in a predicament where you yourself don't believe in your abilities and your skills, you need that other person to sort of push you. I never believed in myself. I never thought I could get where I am today. 
But you know what, honestly, if you find that one mentor, or even if it's your life partner, that can actually push you to the next level, that's what's going to amplify your abilities to do better. Because you can't just do it yourself. Some people can, and that's totally fine, but sometimes you need that second head to tell you, hey, you know what, things didn't work out your way, but it's okay. Let's keep pushing, let's keep going, let's keep moving on. I, I just can't stress the importance of mentors and coaches, Prince, because they hold you accountable and they help you and they give you those little tips and those little techniques and those strategies and they hold you accountable to get from point A to point B. So I can't stress if you've got low self-confidence or if you are suffering from anxiety, find that one person you can reach out to. Find that person who you can say, you know what, I'm in a space where I'm not supposed to be. I know I'm not supposed to be here. And I have a presentation or I have to do something where I'm gonna need, you know, just that little boost, just that person to just speak into your life and just to give you that little extra boost to just step out and be courageous. Because low self-confidence really ties back to your, your ability to be courageous. And if you can just say, if I fail, I fail. But sometimes we, we become so wrapped up in failure that that in fact, inhibits our ability to step out so the low self-confidence could also be coming from our fear of failure have you ever experienced that when you took the stage the first time what you know what fears were in your mind like how did you feel like how did you get from you know the first time you ever took the stage to speak the first time was actually at my university i was asked to be a keynote speaker and this was dating back to last february and i still remember the night before um I was just dreading it because I was looking at my presentation and I was thinking, is this presentation good enough? Does, is the content good enough to basically, you know, make these people, you know, understand what I really do, how I feel about, you know, building a brand. But, you know, it was one of the worst experiences in my life when I was just doubting my abilities again. But going back to your mentor, right? My, my wife was there, she's like, listen, you will do well, you will be fine. So I listened to her the following day, I did my presentation. And lo and behold, you know, everybody was like, wow, Prince, you killed that presentation. I learned so much from you. Awesome. Because we have self-doubt of, you know, the content you're presenting or what we're trying to, you know, tell people. But, you know, it's because we have our own self-image of what we think is a perfect presentation. But you don't understand what the other person will really think about it. So that's why when you're confident in what you say, people will believe it. People will, you know, take information away from it. Even though you may not be confident in what you're saying, they may not even see it, if, especially if you're able to present it uh, perfectly. So you're saying, Prince, number one, prepare. Number two, just get past that whole fear of people, what they're going to think, what they're going to say. Some people may say, that's easier said than done, but it goes back to the root of believing in yourself. It goes back to the root of being self-aware of who you are and having that person who can really push you along as your precious wife. I, I am so excited. I've actually met her and she is awesome. And I can see why you're giving her all the credit. So Thank kudos you. to you. you. I, I totally understand because I, I know her. So we're going to take a break right now, but I want you to just pause and reflect on what would you do if you find yourself in a space or a place where you have to make a presentation and your confidence is just deep down low. We'll be right back.
would you say to our listeners who are listening today? Well, confidence, there's a couple of reasons why, you know, you're, you lack confidence. It's either you're nervous, you have anxiety, trauma, you have issues with your speech, uh, you've been bullied or straight out depression, right? Um, for me, it was all about not being that one person that people ever looked up to. But I had a lot of mentors. As I mentioned, my brother was a mentor. But whenever I used to watch cartoons as a kid or uh, TV shows, I always used to look up to that one individual that always had that sparking piece of advice. So what I do nowadays is I take that advice and amplify it to some of the students that I teach at the university. So there's a case competition called DECA, and um, there's a lot of students that take it. And every year, I go back and I try to mentor one new student and try to amplify their confidence and turn them into, you know, a speaker or somebody who can be confident in what they say. One thing you have to understand is with a mentor or someone who can train you, like myself, for example, I go, I teach these individuals and change their lives. There's people out there that can actually do that for you, right? They can actually help you. They can actually you know, teach you things that you may not have thought about. So I go and I help every year and I'm sure there's people out there in different platforms or different online networking events that you can definitely attend and see if they can uh, potentially give you some advice. You know, what What a great way to, to um, just shed that low self-confidence is just putting yourself out there. And volunteering Absolutely. is a great way. Actually, you know, you may look at me and you may say, oh, well, you know, she's not afraid for the mic and she's not afraid for the stage. Well, I actually was, but I volunteered a lot. And in volunteering, I began to get out of the shell that I was in and, and just feeling comfortable around others. And then, right. you know, just watching others, not being afraid to speak, not being afraid to, afraid to be vulnerable as you are today, Prince, you know, just sharing your story from your childhood. Mm -hmm. And when you get to that space where you allow yourself to be vulnerable and you allow yourself to be authentic and to share your story, that low self-confidence just oftentimes just tend to just disappear. Absolutely. I can even tell you a story about this one individual that uh, I met at my work. He had no arms. Um, wow. Yeah, so we just met briefly and he told me that he climbed Mount Everest. Wow. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> um, talk about, you know, taking the stand for something that people don't expect you to do, right? Wow. So I actually looked his story up online. So he lost his arms. Uh, when he was 15 years old, um, he was flying his kite, flew into some electrical wires, he tried to get it, and he, his arms got fried. But then when I met with him, you know, and I saw what he was capable of doing, I was like, leadership is way beyond just, you know, being confident and, you know, just telling people what to do. Absolutely. It's about taking ownership of, Absolutely. you know, expectations that people have of you. Absolutely. And, you know, amplifying it and making it, you know, your strength. Absolutely. Right? So that's one thing I learned from that individual. And I, that's why I teach my students nowadays. I'm like, listen, you're going to fail many, many times. You may go to a competition, you may never succeed. Right? But don't think that's showing you, you know, what skill level you're at. Because at the end of the day, everybody comes with a different personality. Everybody comes with a different skill set. You just take it, you move on, and you try to do better next time. It's all about doing the practice. It's all about, you know, fixing whatever you feel is wrong always getting that piece of advice from your mentors and then amplifying it. Because at the end of the day, this one individual climbed my mentors. Wow. I, I mean, you talk about confidence because the truth is I I would not even dare try to climb Mount Everest. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but he, without arms, he braved it and he did it. Yeah. 
Wow. Without that... prosthetics, apparently, as well. So. Wow. That is huge. So you see, folks, don't let anything hold you back. Don't let fear, don't let any form of limitations hold you back. The whole thing about, you know, low self-esteem and low self-confidence, I often like to say, if you can get that story out of your mind, because that's where it begins. Those negative self-talk, they begin in your mind. And sometimes we pause too long enough to listen to the negative voices that's in our own headspace or listen to the negative voices of others. But I gotta tell you, that's one of the ways. Just shut it off, shut it down. When your negative voice says you can't, you tell it you can and you will when your negative voice said you could not say yes i will you sometimes sprints sometimes you have to talk to yourself i don't know if you do it but sometimes i will stand in front of the mirror and i will look at my reflection and i will speak into my spirit i will speak into myself i will give myself you know some boost i will speak neck and positive affirmations and i will look at myself and you say and i would say you go girl you rock you can do it i don't know if you've ever done that but that totally helps me no i'm, I'm totally with you i will like when i have a really big presentation I'm the, I'm the same way i look at myself and i go no you're the person that's going to get this done right so people that don't believe in themselves you know just look in the mirror before going up for a big presentation absolutely saying, I, I can definitely do it this. works it, it totally works all right folks so we are so excited that Prince is here with us today and as you can see he's got his stories but he is a very successful businessman today so if Prince can go from a place where he had low self-confidence to a place where he has high self-confidence then so can you because he was blessed with the gift to be on the stage, to be mentoring, to be teaching, to be sharing his own business, and so can you. We're gonna take a, a small break and then we'll be right back to hear more from Prince. Now Prince, studies have shown that a high level of self-confidence does have an impact, a positive impact on mental health. And it does have a positive impact on happiness. And it does help you to cope with the challenges of life. What's your story in that space? Well, you know, with self-confidence, um, I'm always actually, even though I feel very confident in myself, I'm always doubting myself still. It's just, I guess, a negative aspect that happened. You know, I'm sure a lot of people have that stigma that just sticks with them all their life. I get, I go through depression. I go through, you know, anxiety, stress, and things like that all the time. But my whole purpose of, you know, going to work, you know, going, you know, running my business, working with clients, and showcasing my confidence in what I can do for them, it makes me more happy. You know, sometimes you have to go after the light, the things that make you very happy. Most of us are always stuck on, you know, hearing all this negative news in the media of this being wrong, this being wrong, this being wrong. That amplifies to, you know, your daily life. Because if you're hearing negative things all the time, then obviously it's not good for you, right? And it's not good for your mental health. So, you know, getting involved in the community, doing some great things in the community, volunteering, helping out, those are things I'm strong in and I love doing. And you'd be surprised the the things I've been able to come up with and the opportunities I've, I've been able to have just because I was you know getting involved and being you know more uh, active in my community. 
You know, Prince, a, a lot of times we don't know how to be kind to ourselves. Absolutely. A lot of the time we don't know how to be compassionate to ourselves. And we don't know how to love ourselves. And a lot of times we speak harshly to ourselves. We are hard on ourselves. You know, there was a young man that I know, and every time he makes a mistake, just to hear how hard he would come down himself. And, I'm, and I would say to him, now stop, stop. It's okay to make a mistake. Be kind to yourself. Because it takes time to build up your self-confidence. It takes time to be perfect at what you do. And you have to remember that the most important relationship after your relationship with God is your relationship with yourself. So you have to love yourself, be kind to yourself, be nice to yourself, be compassionate to yourself, and don't be too hard on yourself. And that's why sometimes, you know, we end up with, with mental issues because mm. we are so harsh on ourselves. We are our worst critics. But if we can get to that space where we just love ourselves and we just tell ourselves, you know what, it is okay. It is okay to make a mistake. It is okay to do something wrong. Because after all, Michael Jordan made so many mistakes before he was perfect. Yep. Thomas Edison made so many mistakes before he perfected the light. So who am I? Absolutely. It is okay. It is okay, folks, to make mistakes. Absolutely. Now, I'm totally agreeing with you, especially when you talk about somebody like Michael Jordan or any of these big players that we look up to as individuals. You see all these famous superstars you know, in sports and you go, wow, they're so good. But little do you know the amount of effort and work that was involved in getting to that level. Absolutely, right? yeah. Some people are gifted, no doubt, but that's a very rare case. Um, if you really want to achieve something and do really well in life and something you really enjoy, you know, focus your attention on it. Try to figure out how can I make myself better here. Right. What are some you know, added attributes that I can add to my portfolio to make myself better? And that's what I basically did. I went from, okay, you know what, I'm an introvert. I don't like talking to people. How do I change that mindset? And I work in, a, in an industry uh, where I actually have to network all the time. So how do I basically network with people? So my formula for networking and being open and having confidence when I'm talking to people and building relationships is the no like trust principles. Now I'll tell you how that works. So, sorry, sorry. The no like, like trust, trust principles. principles. Okay, folks, did you write that down? He's gonna tell you about the no like trust principles. Get it? Get it? All right. Here, let's hear it. All right. So imagine you're at a networking event. You talk to someone and you're having a conversation. You know, it just abruptly ends and then you just move on. Did you have a good conversation with that person? Did you get to know them? The number one thing, you know, when you're talking to people and you're confident in you know, trying to figure out uh, what their business is about or what they do for a living is getting to know them, right? I always tell my clients, listen, you always have to ask people questions. How is your day going? Oh, what do you do? Oh, that's nice. Tell me more about your business. Tell me more about this. Tell me more about that. Asking questions instigates more of a conversation, right? Because that same person may ask questions right back. But at the same time, you're getting to know them. Now you understand your core client. Now they may like you based on some of the questions you're asking, the types of relationship you're trying to create. So after you're done, you know, let's say at a networking event, you meet that one person, you leave, they either like you or they don't like you. But make sure you follow up right away and say, hey, it's really nice meeting you today. You know, I'd love to go out for a coffee. That's where the trust factor comes into play, right? So if you're doing a great presentation, right, try to follow this process as well. Get people to know you first, get them to know about your story. Get them to like your story and get them to trust the process of your story, right? 
Same thing with networking. Get them to know you, uh, get to know your client, get them to like you, and then get them to trust you as well. And you can only really do that if you follow the, the fundamentals of the no like before you can get to the trust. Absolutely, absolutely. And and I love the fact that you know part of it is is trust, and with self confidence, mm-hmm. part of it is trust, absolutely. right? And and you know I go back to trusting yourself and giving trust and just being just being free to open and to meet people and get to know them and and get get to share stories like you know i find prince that when you are authentic Mm -hmm. when you are open to just sharing your story that just puts you in a position to make you totally confident so there are so many little things that we can securities so i'm going to take one last tip from you prince before we wrap up the show What's the final, final thing that you want to leave with the listeners today? One of the mentors that I used to watch in a TV show, Boy Meets World, this is dating back to like the 90s. The uh, 90s. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> We're going back to the 90s, folks. So if anyone's ever watched that show, um, Mr. Feeney, um, a great guy, uh, he used to mentor a, a young kid named Corey Matthews for years and years. So this show ran for about seven years. Corey grew from a... 12 year old to now getting married and having kids, etc. In the very last episode, when they asked him, what is one final piece of advice you'd give us um, when we move on into our careers, that some, some of them were going to New York, etc. He said, believe in yourself, dream, try, and do good. Because those are the most fundamental pieces of advice that um, you can really look upon yourself. Because if you don't dream, You'll never try, and if you never try, you never may, may never do good. So that's one piece of advice I'm going to tell everyone. If you're not going to try, if you're not going to dream about, you know, the things that you want to be confident in, then you're not going to get it. You have to push yourself. You have to push yourself beyond the limit, and try your very best at anything that makes you happy. That is just so phenomenal, and I thank you for sharing that, Prince Gan, because dreaming is one of the things I am totally for. I totally believe in it. My book is entitled Big Dreams Don't Just Happen. You've got a dream. You've got to step out. Absolutely. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to tell yourself, I can and I will do this. No one else will do it for you. You've got to believe in yourself. So I thank you for sharing that you know, final thought with us and, and just giving our listeners just that one solid advice. And of course, I'm just going to throw in two more advice. And the one I like is, is about your posture, watching your posture. I'm, and I'm guilty. I'm totally, I'm a slumper. I love to slump, but really watch your posture. So always stand or sit in a posture of confidence, shoulders back, chin up, your body relaxed. And you'll be so amazed at when you sit in or stand in a, in a, in a posture that will send messages to your brain Absolutely. that you are confident. You're amazed. And as soon as you straighten your shoulders up, confidence comes. Yep. So watch your posture and finish it off with a smile. That works wonders. And my final advice to you is build up your self-awareness. Now, soldiers don't go into battle without studying the enemy. Soldiers take the time to understand how the enemy moves, when they come out of hiding, where they are located. And they do this because they want to be able to determine the vantage point from which they will attack. Now, soldiers know that they will win the battle if they gain intelligence about the enemy. 
Now get to know yourself. Keep a journal. Love the positive things about yourself. Understand the limitations you have placed on yourself. Write down the negative self-talks. Every time you hear yourself speaking negatively about yourself, write it down. And then begin to replace those negativity in your life with positive actions and affirmations. What do you say, Prince? Totally agree with you, Avril. Great advice. <laughs> <laughs> Prince, it has been a pleasure. Thank you. We have learned so much from you. Thank you for being authentic. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing on this podcast your story with the listeners. I know that your story will transform lives around the world and help others to step out and be secured in who they are. So once again, Prince, thank you from the Avril Rally podcast team here in Toronto, Canada. I'll close the show, Prince, with a final quote from Walt Disney. Sure. And he said, somehow, I cannot believe that there are any heights that cannot be scaled by a man who knows the secret of making dreams come true. This special secret, it seems to me, can be summarized in four C's. They are curiosity, confidence, courage, and constancy. And the greatest of all is confidence. When you believe in a thing, Believe it all the way, implicitly and unquestionably. Thank you again, Prince, for being on the show and looking forward to great things. Thank you, Avril. I'm looking forward to all the great things that you're going to do as well. All right. Sounds good. Well, folks, this is it. Avril Rally Podcast. My life. By sharing real issues, real questions, real challenges, as you've heard today from Prince. Now, if you have a topic that you would love to hear more about, then head on over to www.avarali.com and drop us an email. As always, thanks to my sound team, my crew, my engineer, and my guest, once again, Prince Gann. <laughs>